If I was to reflect on my life as a drinker, you know, during the 10 years that I actually drank for, there were many lies that I told myself to justify that behavior, to justify the drinking. And there were just so many lies. They were infinite. There were so many excuses and things that I would say to myself just to kind of not make me feel absolutely guilty for, for drinking the way that I drank. And I'd tell myself this stuff again and again and again. And what I really want to do for you in this video is break down five of those lies, five of those justifications, five of those things that I tell myself on an almost daily basis. And these aren't just lies that I've told myself. These are lies that I've heard people talk about after speaking with thousands of people with a drinking problem. I see people say the same thing again and again and again. And what I'm really going to do is I'm going to break down these lies for you so you don't fall for them. Because if we're able to dissect our worldview, if we're able to break it down from first principles, if we're able to see these things that we tell ourselves for what they are, and we can remove all of these ideas, all that we're left with is ethanol. All that we're left with is a highly addictive poison that does nothing for you. If we get rid of the lies, the marketing, the conditioning, the illusion of alcohol being a good thing, we're left with poison and we're not going to want to drink poison. But the world that we live in doesn't see alcohol as poison. We see beer, we see refreshing cocktails, we see sophisticated wine. We see this product, this interesting product that looks like it's going to enhance our life. So we tell ourselves these lies to justify buying it, to justify drinking it. So this video, we're going to dissect it all. We're basically going to break it down and I'm just going to give you the truth, the raw truth and nothing but the truth. So hey, this video might make you uncomfortable. I make no apologies for that, but I think you're going to love it. And just let me know down in the comment section, have you ever told yourself any of these lies? Because I'm telling you, I definitely did. And guys, if you want to get access to a free video training that shows you how to control your drinking using something called first principles thinking, make sure to click the link in the description. There'll be a free training there, a bit of a longer video that explains the mental model, how I discovered it, how it works and how you can start applying it so you can control your drinking without AA, without willpower, without using rehabs and therapy. So click the link in the description to get instant access on that video training. Now, the very first lie that I told myself countless number of times is that I'm going to have just one drink. There are so many times that I might have gone a week without drinking, a few days without drinking, and then, you know, the, the hangover had worn off and I was starting to get the clarity back. I was starting to feel good. Confidence was coming back. And really, whatever spurred me to stop drinking in the first place, all those kind of feelings had gone away. And I was feeling good again. I was feeling myself again. I was just feeling like Leon. I have done this so many times, right? I would feel good. It would be like a Friday night, Saturday night, something like that. And I would say, right, Leon, tonight, let's just go and have one drink right? Let's just have one drink. That's it. Do you know what? There were occasions where I would go out and have one drink, maybe two drinks, go home, and I wouldn't drink more than that. But that might happen, you know, one in 10, one in 10 occasions, something like that. And usually when that would happen the next day, I'd just drink more anyway. There is no such thing as having just one drink. Because if that was possible, everybody in the world would have just one drink and then never drink again. Like, let me give you an example. So me and my girlfriend, we do CrossFit. Like that's the style of training that we love doing. And there have been certain workouts that I have done that have just, I've found them so difficult. It's been the worst thing that I've ever done in my life. And I am never going to do those workouts again. Now, when I tell you that I'm going to do that workout once and only once, and I'm going to do that workout just one time, I mean it. But when we're talking about a highly addictive drug that does nothing for us, but when we drink one of it, we want to drink another and another and another because that's the nature of a drug. And we're kind of telling ourselves that we're going to have just one of those, it's a lie, right? And I don't mean this in a, in a way that you're, you're deceiting yourself or you're being dishonest, 
right? Every time that I told myself that I was going to have just one drink, I meant it. But then as soon as that first drink got in me, it's like everything went out the window. The inhibition's gone. I get that bit of a buzz and I'm thinking, oh, you know, I'll just have one more and then I have one more and then I have one more. And before you know it, I've had 10 beers and I'm, and I'm messed up. Now, I know that not everybody that watches this channel does that. Maybe you do just have like that one drink, that one glass of wine or that two glasses of wine and then you actually stop. But listen, I just know that there are millions of people that will tell themselves that they're gonna have just one drink and then guess what happens? And if I actually reflect on the time that I stopped drinking for nine months using willpower, you know, I'd stopped drinking for nine months, things went really, really well. And on this New Year's Eve party, I told myself that I'm gonna have just one drink. You know, I have one cocktail and then let's just see what happens. And obviously I got drunk that night, but then basically from, you you know, nine months of, of a great success and just having this great life without alcohol, this one drink, this just one drink, just everything started crumbling downhill. And for months after that, I just drank and drank and drank and things just got worse and worse and worse. So this idea of having just one drink, I'm sorry, but there's just no such thing. Because like I said, if, if people were able to have just one drink, they'd have just one drink and never drink again. Which leads me to the second lie that people tell themselves. And I've told myself this as well, but I used to tell myself that I drink to have a good time. Now, you might be watching this video and thinking, well, that's why I drink as well. I drink because, you know, I have a better time. I have a bit more fun. And that's like what we're led to believe. Like, let's just think about this for a second. Does alcohol really enhance an occasion? Because when I reflect on, you know, when I used to drink and I used to see other people drink, are they really having a good time? Because I used to see things like fighting, people that didn't smoke, smoking cigarettes, spending money, being sick, waking up hungover feeling bad about themselves the next day. Is that really helping us have a good time? Because just think about this for a second. Before you ever started drinking alcohol, when you was a teenager or, you know, maybe, maybe you started drinking later in life, did you need alcohol to have a good time? Well, absolutely not. Because you had a good time without it. You didn't need alcohol to socially lubricate. You didn't need any of this stuff and things were just great without it. And it's a huge misconception that people have. They think they drink to have a good time when a drug can, you know, the act of drinking alcohol does, does nothing to enhance an occasion, right? The act of, that, that's just like a boring thing anyway. And this idea that alcohol is gonna help you have a good time, it's false. If anything, it's gonna hurt your confidence, it's gonna hurt your courage, it's gonna make you sound stupid. You're gonna wake up the next day and feel like, what was I talking about? And really, if you were a non-drinker, you'd have a good time anyway. You know, like, let's say I go to hang out with my friends and we go, I don't know, watch a sports game or play pool or something like that. Alcohol would never enhance that occasion. I have a good time because I'm with good people doing things that I enjoy. Alcohol does nothing to enhance an occasion whatsoever. If anything, it has the adverse effect. Which leads me to the third lie. And the third lie that people tell themselves is that they drink to relax. Now, what most people don't realize and I've actually made a video talking about this, talking about the alcohol craving. You know, if you click the link up here, you'll be uh, able to access that and that will kind of give you a little bit more of an insight. But just to quickly summarize, a lot of people say that they drink to relax. You know, after a hard day of work, they'll come home, they'll put their feet up and, uh, and then they don't feel quite relaxed until they pour a drink. What they don't realize is that that cycle of drinking to relax just creates an imperceptible craving in the first place so that that individual can't relax without the alcohol. So then when they sit down after a hard day of work and, and they're in a relaxed state, you know, they might be on the couch or they might be in the bath or something like that and they still don't feel relaxed until they have a drink. The only reason why is because they drink in the first place. The non-drinker doesn't need alcohol to relax. They can just relax. They can do something relaxing and they don't need a drug to remove the sense of a craving to then actually relax. So alcohol does nothing to relax us. All it does is keep us stuck in this cycle of relieving this craving. And this is just almost imperceptible. Most people don't even realize that that's what's going on. Now, the fourth lie that drinkers tell themselves is that they tell themselves that they drink because it's good for their health. 
Now, I've, I've made a video talking about this. I've made a video talking about five ways that alcohol negatively impacts your health because that's what it does. It does not help you. And there's nothing healthy about drinking it. But that's what drinkers will tell themselves because you'll see, you know, the things that pop up on the BBC, the things that pop up on the New York Times where it says alcohol drinkers are going to live X amount of years longer. We see that all the time. I actually broke this down in a video where, you know, one of the studies that claimed that wine drinkers could live longer actually just looked at one of the compounds in wine. It didn't look at wine drinkers at all. It didn't talk about alcohol. It just talked about one of the compounds in wine. And then the headline was like, wine drinkers may live longer or may have less risk of heart disease, whatever it was. I can't remember the, the exact details, but let's say tomorrow the resveratrol, one of the compounds in wine that could have health benefits to it, was all of a sudden added to bleach. Would you feel the need to drink resveratrol and bleach and then start claiming that there's some benefit to drinking the bleach because it's got a good compound in it? How about that for a bit of a, a different way to look at things? Because you'd say, well, why would I want to drink bleach? It's going to kill me. But with alcohol, it's, it's different, right? We, we don't see alcohol as a highly addictive, poisonous substance that does nothing for us. And then some people have the nerve to say that a small amount of alcohol could help us live longer. Like what? Any benefit that's found in, say, resveratrol in, in the wine or anything like that could just be taken as a supplement without the poison. So this idea is ludicrous. It's insane. But I mean, when people read that headline that says that wine drinkers may live longer, boom, a justification, another lie that they can tell themselves. You know, I'm opening the bottle of wine today because, hey, I just read a headline. I feel all right about it now. The guilt's not there. Listen, it does nothing for your health whatsoever. Which leads me to the fifth lie that drinkers tell themselves. And it's that I'll stop tomorrow. Today is the last day. I mean, there have been so many times that I told myself that, you know, I'd, 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 I've stopped with willpower. I've lasted a few days. I'll drink today, but then I'll stop tomorrow. And the amount of times I've told myself that is just so many. The best time to stop drinking is now. It's not tomorrow. It's not next week. It's not next month. It's not when, you know, there's a clear spot in the calendar or something like that. The best time is right now. And if you want my help doing that, just make sure to click the link in the description. There's a short video that explains, you know, how I work with people, how the Sober Clear program works. You can watch that and then actually book a call and we can see if the program may be a good idea for you. But this idea that you'll stop tomorrow, it's a lie. 99% of the time, right? I'm not saying that some people don't say they'll stop tomorrow and then don't stop, right? I'm sure people have said, I'll stop tomorrow and they've stopped. But the way that I mean that it's a lie is that it's just a justification. It's just people stretching it out and always looking at tomorrow and not looking at today and, and just justifying the, the drinking that they're doing right now. Anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed this video. Have a fantastic day.